because he makes Sunday mornings great again. Creona, three Sunday morning breakfast shows in a row. As the saying goes, snooze you lose. And this morning, we're going to jump straight back into phobic foibles that we started on Friday, but were unable to finish due to time constraints. I know, Will Meadows' classic rock show that follows straight on is a repeat, but uh, I didn't want to leech into his time slot, just in case he uh, murdered me in my sleep. Or even worse, uh, one listener... Ian, it's the quiet ones you've got to watch. So uh, just imagine both um, Tom and I continued our conversation straight after the live version of Whatever Gets You Through the Night by Elton John, featuring John Lennon, ended. The only thing that bugs me about that recording... Morning, Tom. Hello, Armitage. Well, actually, there's two things. Uh, Firstly, Elton says, joyous occasions. Occasions. It's occasion. Singular. But given that he was... uh, just about to introduce Dr. Winston O'Boogie, I put it down to nerves. With the second gripe, as soon as the band launches into the song, the crowd noise immediately fades straight out. It's almost as if the studio version is used from Walls and Bridges with the live vocals added on afterwards. But uh, there you go. From Cliff Richards to John Lennon in one fell swoop. Uh, with Elton John in the middle. An Elton John sandwich, yeah, I don't know what really should have with that. <laughs> oh dear, thanks Tom. Uh, another image that will take years for me to forget, but I've got another book that I am sure you'll be interested in. It's Songs Stuck in My Head, The Modern Guide to Power Pop Music by Aaron Koffenberg, who uh, was the founder of the Power Popaholic blog. The tagline on the back of the book could have been written for this show. There's incredible music being made by talented musicians You just won't find it on popular radio. Basically, it's 261 pages of power pop greatness from 2006 to last year. Exclusive interviews from the likes of uh, Susanna Hoffs, Tommy Keane, Paul Collins and Richard X. Heyman, along with uh, reviews for over 140 albums. And with each book, you get a full album soundtrack. 20 songs by the original artists, some uh, which have been previously never before been released it's a, as a download code on a bookmarker now this all sounded well and good so i purchased it from the power popaholic blob website for the very reasonable sum of uh, 29.99 dollars plus 5.99 postage yeah a day later i got an email from aaron saying that he hadn't factored in 
the overseas shipping cost? And could I send another $26? Obviously, by this stage, I wanted, needed the book and, you know, coughed up the extra money, which I'm trying to justify. Yeah, and failing. Yeah, well, I think if you if, if, if you like it, then you, you don't need to justify it, do you? I mean, that sounds like a good little idea as well. You know, you're, you're, you're reading about something and listening to the things that you're reading about. So it makes perfect sense to me. Double, double the pleasure, half the price, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. It was uh, difficult to choose one song from the soundtrack to play as an example, but in the end, I settled on I Got A Love by Radio Days. pointed in my direction that uh, I hadn't heard before was the Dave Cusworth group's version of Peter Sadatek's, uh Where Do You Go To My Lovely Yeah, I know I pronounced his surname wrong that is available on the deluxe edition of The Brink from Easy Action Records There you go, Carlton Tom did get something from you Listeners to Friday's show will hopefully remember that Tom bought the white jazz version of the Hydromatics debut album and not Carlton's reissue Anyway, it's very true to the original but they've changed the lyrics from Stone's record collection to the Jacobites that I thought was very clever I've always, I've always loved it. I loved this. I loved that song when I, when I was when I was a, a young man or a young boy even. 
but yeah, going back to to, to the origins of, of of Cosworth doing it, um, and 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 again another weird um, date date clash. So the twenty sixth of March, Nikki dies. That's Dave Cosworth's birthday, and uh, it's, I think it's fifteenth anniversary of Nikki's death after after um, he died in in New York, and uh, the, he was going to do a gig at the twelfth bowl on the twenty ninth of March. Uh, and uh, we were due to meet up because I've been helping him with a few stories for his biography, which hadn't been written at that time. And then obviously he died and it was like, oh, no, the stories are never going to get finished. The book's not going to get finished, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, in the great, you know, the show must go on thing. Cosworth did do the gig uh, in the end with Daryl Bath and Paul Caton. Uh, and they did a version of that, that song, Where Do You Go Tomorrow? My lovely, and then that's when they changed changed the words. But yeah, but it, it was a very very teary night. I, I I tell you that. But it's just one of those classic songs, and it doesn't really matter whose version you hear. It just it, it just it 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 just evokes a particular time and and, and many places for for people of my tender age, I suppose. <laughs>
humanity A very desirable age Your body is firm and inviting But you live on a glittering stage Yes, you do Your name is heard in high places You know the Aga Khan Sent you a racehorse for Christmas Keep it just for fun for a life They say that when you get married It'll be to a millionaire I don't realize where you came from, girl I'm sure Don't really care or give a damn But where do you go to, my lovely When you're alone in your bed Tell me the thoughts that surround you Want to look inside your head Yes, I do I remember the bad streets of Naples Children begging in rags We both touch with a burning ambition Shake up our lowly born ranks So we tried Look into my face, Mary Claire I remember just who you are Go and forget me forever I know Have you got your uh, have you got your diary diary marks for uh, the the uh, Walter Law Memorial Memorial Celebration thing on the 
22nd of April. Yeah, I have indeed. It's uh, this Thursday, I believe, and I'm hoping, because of the time difference, that like the uh, Sylvain Sylvain Memorial Tribute Show, that you'll be able to stream it for at least a week after the event. I mean, it's only 15 bucks, and one of the special guests is Joey Pinter. Joey Pinter, yes. Yeah. I'm, that's the thing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing uh, Joey play guitar again because you know, he was in the best, best version of the Waldos. And uh, obviously before that, he was in the knots, wasn't he? And uh, they're very hard to get hold of at <laughs> uh, seven inch. Yeah, it was called uh, Heartbreaker, which um, seemed very apt. But I love the B-side action that sounds remarkably like this. Posted up some um, footage of him, of him rehearsing uh, for the gig, so so that's going to be really cool. I mean, I think they should have they should have asked um, Bertie, Jez, and, and Ozzy, the Birmingham or West Midland, uh, if, if they're not all from Birmingham, uh, uh, guys that play, played with uh, Walter over here a few times. Um, but I mean, up, you know, shoot, shoot me down in flames, but I, I think they made they made a much better fist, fist of it than um, Mike Rossi and, and and Mark Laff. But uh, it's just my opinion, but mainly because they stuck to uh, 
Heartbreakers and, and Water songs and didn't put unnecessary covers in. But uh, anyway, you pay your money and, and you take your choice. But I think it would have been nice if they would have got involved. Um, uh, although, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens anyway. But yes, I'll be I'll be tuning in and paying my um, my fifteen dollars, and we'll see how it goes. And I hope it's good. Talking about time and dates, uh, eight. 8th of April is, uh, oh God, I can't believe all these death anniversaries, but but Giovanni D'Adamo died on that that day. And um, uh, somebody posted uh, some footage of uh, October Revolution, uh, which is a a band Mick Atkins uh, was in. uh, And obviously Mick and Gio were in in famous sponsors with with me for their sins. Uh, And uh, it was... It made me really, really tearful to see Mick again because I hadn't obviously. I mean, there's, I don't think there's very much footage of him at all out there, but just to see that just out of the blue, and there's a, a guy called Paul Romain who was in uh, the famous months as well, filmed it, and you know, I hope there's, I hope there's more of it. But that was that was a really, really nice, nice touch for my my dear, dear departed friends.
was Mick Atkins and Falls rushing blindly from the What A Nice Way To Turn 17, number three compilation album. Some great bands on there like uh, TVI, The Last Bandits, Andrew Wicket, Swell Maps and Epic Soundtracks. Not too difficult to find, but it will set you back at least 30 quid. Although, Carlton over at Easy Action Records has recently discovered a box of a number six including the fanzine that's going for a very reasonable 20 quid. He also has the remastered Hydromatics debut CD for sale as well that's only 4 99 I heard about Scott Kempner. He's in an early stage dementia and he's, he's leaving the, uh, the dictators after I think he's been involved with them for the best part of 50 years. Yeah, terrible news, especially as handsome Dick Manitoba is no longer involved. I think now more than ever, definitely since Lemmy died, fences and bridges need to be mended and rebuilt. As Rats Gabe has said, something along the lines of, we don't want to be standing around a coffin wishing we'd sorted things out. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think that many Dan fans held out much hope of Rat and Captain burying the hatchet, apart from in each other. But I guess the lure of money, common sense and age plays a factor, and I was pleased to see that the Skids and the Wild Hearts are special guests at Hammersmith Odeon rescheduled gigs, along with TV Smith and the Small Town Tigers. But unfortunately, I can't see Andy Schnurnoff ever inviting Dick Manitoba back into the dictator's fold under any circumstances, which is a shame. And ironically, on Monday, that was the 12th of April, future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners, the dictators released their new single, Let's Get the Band Back Together, that originally was an anti-solo release from back in 2012.
I send you the um, somebody very kindly put on on uh, YouTube that Lyceum show with Michael Timmeron on the, the Thunders one at the Lyceum. Yeah, yeah, you did it. Lost something like uh, an hour and a quarter. So I'll be watching that on the Smart Idiot Box. You know, and there's an oxymoron over the coming days, along with the Wild Hearts live stream that was on yesterday evening that I've not watched yet, and the up-and-coming Waterloo on the 22nd that we've already talked about. Yeah, I've got, I've got a nice story about that gig, actually. If you've got time, if you, if you haven't, we can do it next time. Oh, we've got over half an hour before we're kicked off in favour of Ola's Cool Kitchen, so far away. You're going to let me, OK, because you're how, how very kind of you. Uh, yeah, well, um, I was um, someone that I was working with was, was going out with Sean Burke. Uh, he, he used to be in in a very early uh, lineup of Chew by Army, and he was also in that uh, sort of punk band uh, Open Saw, I think they were called. But anyway, he was playing guitar with Jane County, and they were on the they were on the bill. And and um, uh, you know, the person that, that that knows me said said to him, "Oh, well, Tom's a real big Thunder fan, you know. Like, well, you know, you know, could you get him in and blah 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 blah." And I, and I had a conversation with him. I said, oh, "Look, I don't need don't need." Yeah, that's not a problem. I sort myself out, but I would really like him to sign my um, my scrapbooks. So I got all these scrapbooks together. I gave them to Sean. Sean put them in, and you know, got everyone to sign them. And Johnny's like looking through through the um, the scrapbooks, and he sees a picture that he likes. And he's going, "Oh, I want this picture. I want this picture." And Sean's going, "No, no, no. You can't just rip rip the picture out the guy's book, you know." And he's going, "Well, I'm not going to sign it then." Anyway. So they they do the show and I I, I get the books back and um, Sean also uh, very very kindly took loads of photos uh, of that gig uh, uh, for me so uh, yeah well, I put a couple of those up on 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 Facebook um, but I got the scrapbook back and there was a big rip there was a missing photo but he he did sign it so there you go but there's there's another story about that photo later on but I I, I tell it to you at another time. I can't wait to hear that. But as we seem to have moved back into uh, Johnny Thunder's interconnectedness territory, since we spoke on Friday, the latest Vive La Rock with Johnny on the cover arrived yesterday. Now, I did say that I was apprehensive in reading their version of his final chapter in case of historical inaccuracies, with you commenting that it, you know, it all depended on who was doing it and who they were talking to. Fortunately, it was Dick Porter, mainly speaking to Alison Gordy and Chris Mosto, so it pretty much echoed Pete Fox's interview that was on Deal Radio two Sundays ago, which is always a good listen, no matter who he has on. Um, Danny McCormack from the Wild Hearts is on tonight. I mean, that was a fantastic show, uh, Fox's show. It was nice to, to, to hear to hear Chris and, and Alison come out with some, you know, loads and loads of stories that, that certainly I've never heard heard before and I mean it was the sort of thing I, I, I listened to it and it was what was it two hours 50 minutes long and it just it flew by like it was like minutes and I could have listened to another two and a half hours on it but no it was it was it was great and you know like I mean as we we sort of uh, emailed before uh, between us before you know I've I, I, uh, managed to, to drag Allison's uh, CD the Blonde and Blue Mad as Hell uh, thing out of out of um, my racks and gave that a couple of good spins and you know I, I you know to, to get it I wrote I wrote to her in 2007 and uh, yeah she's 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 lovely isn't she and you know acting acting career and she does pottery as well. <laughs> I know what you mean. Normally, when I hear that an actress is becoming a singer, my heart sinks because you know 
that they probably can't carry a tune in a bucket and it's someone whispering in her ear that she'll make lots of cash and be really good at it. But in Alison's case, nothing could be further from the truth. Boy, can she sing as her album, you know, Mad as Hell, bears out. She, she's got she's got the chops, she's got the presence and, I mean, you could tell by the music that she was picking as well that she knows what she's, she's talking about. And um, I think Foxy did a bit of a, a, a misservice uh, calling her a backing singer. She's, she's, she's no backing singer at, at, at all. I mean, you know, for someone, for Johnny to, to um, allow to go out out front and, and, and do a couple of songs while he's doing whatever he's doing, you know, she's you've got to have some some sort of something to be able to do that. But uh, yeah, that that was a it was a really good show and there was some great music on there and it and you know it made me dig that that C D out and, and play it. And it was good also to hear that that Chris Musto is gonna do a nice redux version of the tribute to Johnny Thunder's C D. I couldn't find my actual physical copy of Mad as Hell, and truth be told, it took me a while to find the digital version because I was looking under G and then A and only getting the Just Another Girl and Too Much Too Soon from the two Johnny Thunders tribute albums that she's on. Of course, I should have been looking under B for Blonde and Blue. From Mad as Hell, this is Suicide Blues featuring Sammy Yaffer on bass, James Heath on sax, the aforementioned Chris Musto on drums, Josh Roy Brown on guitar and, of course, Alison Gordy on vocals. I keep on believing There's a reason to act and go And every bit of blue sky makes me want to cry Hanging on a corner Waiting for life to come along All I see is desperation A little madness in the streets There may be music in my soul but just does not Smiling 
think we're done now tom so i'll let you uh, either go back to bed or start making your breakfast uh, it's been really good to speak to you so soon after the last time as well absolutely for me too yeah take it easy tom okay right we've got about 22 minutes left so it's just uh, you and me now in this is the damned and drinking about my baby
I played that because uh, Simon Edwards, one of my three all-time favourites drummers, put a link on Facebook to the damn doing it live on something else television programme, and it is a blistering version. And if you're that way inclined, I suggest you check out the one that they did in session for Mike Reed on the 16th of November 1979 with Algie Ward still on bass. It came out on the Radio 1 Sessions CD. Not to be confused with the Sessions of the Damn CD, both, I believe, are sadly out of print. Mowerhead on the 23rd will be releasing their 14th, that's right, 14th live album called Louder Than Noise Live in Berlin that clearly was recorded in Berlin on the 5th of December 2012. Do we need another Motorhead live album? Well, my brain says, you know, probably not, but my heart, that is hardwired to my wallet, thought otherwise with me pre-ordering the box set that not only has the album on vinyl and on CD, but has the DVD of the whole gig as well. I mean, what can you do? I genuinely still miss Lemmy. I know I only met him a handful of times, but without sounding cliché, uh, I probably couldn't live without Motorhead's body of work. Well, no, no doubt I could live without it, but I'll be, you know, moping around like someone who lost a tenner and found a fiver. From the aforementioned live album, this is Over the Top. This one is dedicated to Phil Campbell and me. It's called Over the Top.
Right, let's get into more new music and Los Pepes are releasing a new 7-inch ahead of their up-and-coming album, The Happiness Programme. It's a double A-sided 7-inch that's available from Black Wax Noise Division with both tracks featuring on the aforementioned new record. The two tracks involved are I Want You Back and Never Get It Right with the latter airing on episode 783. However... There is a third track, which is the runt of the litter, only making it as far as this 7-inch. And it's bloody brilliant, as you're just about to find out. This is Tell Me. ever get the chance to ask the squirrel about how accurate I am with dates for important things like gigs and the like after she's stopped uncontrollably laughing and rolling around on the floor she will tell you I am always getting things mixed up the latest was record shop day I said on Friday's show that yesterday as in the 17th of April future streaming downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners was record shop day apparently it was dropped too except I got it a little bit wrong uh, yeah, by three months, as it's July the 17th. Oh, how Tony Raven, over at Raven Retail, my local and very excellent record shop, laughed and laughed as I bowled in all a fluster, asking if he still had a copy of the Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, like a motherfucker, the found 77 Masters LP. What a prat I am. Although, 
Tony did have the Thunders live in Osaka 91 and Detroit 80 LP that I bought to save my blushes. Right, moving right along. Yeah, I think we're uh, about due for some covers, which means it's time for Covers Corner. Up first are a new band to me who hail from Gothenburg called Hot Breath. The band released their self-titled debut EP in October 2019 on the Freight Train label and uh, it completely flew under my radar. It is and they are action rock at its finest. Fast forward to the uh, 9th of April and they've just released their first full-length album, Rubber Lips, through Sign Records. Like its predecessor, it's garage rock at its best. I guess by playing one you know, the one and only cover on the LP is slightly doing Hot Breath a disservice as the songs on both the EP and the album of their own stand up well enough, but, you know, two birds with one stone. And and also, as I wasn't too sure how long I was going to talk to Tom or Tom talk to me, I'm pretty much winging it. Uh, Hence, no bands listed on social media yesterday announcing this morning's show. Anyway, Hot Breath have covered the Rolling Stones, one hit, open brackets, to the body, close brackets, on the aforementioned Rubber Lips, which yeah, sort of begs the question, is the album title named after a certain Mick Jagger?
I seem not to have played any Ryan Hamilton on the show for a very long time. I'm not sure why, as he definitely hasn't fallen out of favour. So I better guess, uh, I better rectify this by playing his version of Catherine Wheel's 1997 song, Satellite, that can be found on his recently released 1221 EP. Or is it 1,221? See, if I was in the loop, I'd know. Turns out the guys from Catherine Wheel uh, got involved. To what extent? Yeah, again, I'm not sure. Yeah, I just better play the song.
the final cover this week in Covers Corner. And indeed, this week's show comes courtesy of Sloppy Seconds. Get Hit Recordings have just released a 7-inch on pink vinyl of the band's classic satirical anthem, I Don't Want to Be, that is backed with Alice Cooper's Serious, that sounds remarkably like this. Until Friday, take it easy. Serious.